Welcome to the Good Shepherd Weekly. It's Matt Murphy, and today I want to speak about and pray for our nation, and more specifically, the church. On Wednesday, January the 6th, like many of you, I watched a good bit of what was happening in our nation's capital, as in the city, D.C., and the capital, as in the building or Capitol Hill, just to make a simple distinction. It was obvious there was a lot happening outside and then eventually inside but also in the spiritual realm. Like there was just this what's really going on question in my head. Eventually I went outside just to sit with the Lord and I asked him that question, Lord, what is happening today? Like really? Immediately the following phrase from the scriptures came to mind. Why do the nations rage and the people's plot in vain? So I looked it up and I found it in Psalm 2. It's also quoted directly in the New Testament. And I want to read Psalms 2, 1-6 through from the ESV translation. Share a few thoughts and then we can pray together. Verse 1. Why do the nations rage? Or why do they noisily assemble? And why do the peoples plot or plan in vain? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed. So this is a direct reference to the Father, the Lord and against his anointed, which in the Old Testament would have been kings like David, who were anointed by God. But it's obviously a prophetic reference to the coming Messiah, Christ. And this is what they were saying. Let us burst their bonds apart and cast away their cords from us. In other words, let's cast off that restraint. Let's rebel against the authority that God's put in our lives and ultimately against his authority. And then verse 4. He who sits in the heavens laughs. The Lord holds them in derision, meaning he mocks and he scoffs at those who are rebelling against him, who those leaders who try to exercise or take power for their own name, for their own glory. And he does it while he's sitting in the heavens, while he's on his throne. So before we're quick to say, yeah, those people have it coming like, you know, mocking and scoffing at others. We need to make sure that we don't follow in their footsteps, that we don't follow in their rebellion. Only the Lord is blameless in mocking, scoffing at rebels. So verse five, then he will speak to them in his wrath and terrify them in his fury saying, as for me, I have set my king on Zion, my holy hill. So as I watched this happened on Wednesday and just in reference to or in light of this passage, um, my observation was this, that the nation America and many other nations watched to see who would be the king of the hill. Like literally, who would who would emerge as the king of the hill? Uh, it makes me think about that, you know, silly game we would play as boys when we found a big pile of dirt, Right you would try to be the king of the hill. And didn't matter who came up there, you'd try to push him down, or didn't matter who was up there, you'd try to get him off the top of the hill because you wanted to be the man. And yet, I don't think our nation or other nations just sit idly by and watch. I really don't. I think they rage and they plot. I think that's part of what the world does, probably the essence of what the world leaders do. They rage and they plot. But then you have Psalm 46 which is another similar passage. 
And in fact, there's a song by Shannon Shane called Lord of Hosts. So go check it out. Go listen to it. Um, you may not even come back and finish this podcast. If you listen to that song, that's okay. But verse six says in Psalm 46, the nations rage, the kingdoms totter. He utters his voice. The earth melts. So remember that you and I are made of dust of the earth. And if God utters his voice and the earth melts, which one day it will, uh, that should put in us the fear of the Lord. But remember, we are not under the wrath of God. Verse 7 is where we, as believers, find our comfort, our hope, our promise. It says the Lord of hosts is with us. Who is he talking about? He's not talking about America. He's talking about the church, the real church. I mean, yes, Israel was a nation. And yes, Israel, the true Israel, the people of God will be saved. But the Lord is with his church The God of Jacob is our fortress. All who put their faith and trust in Christ belong to him, and he is with us. And so uh, what do we do? Like, What do we do in response to this incredible truth and this incredible promise? Verse 8 through 11, verse 4 in chapter 46, uh, David continues. He says, Come behold the works of the Lord, how he has brought desolations on the earth. He makes wars cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the chariots with fire. Be still. In other words, Christian, be still. Stop the rage. Stop the noise. Stop the chatter. Stop the plotting and the planning and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. So I want to pray that God would help us as a nation and that he would help us as his church. So let's pray together. Lord, you are the Lord of hosts. You sit enthroned in heaven above and all the nations of the earth are your footstool, all of the nations. But I specifically pray for this nation that I live in, that many of us live in, that are listening, America, that this nation would turn to the Lord, that many people in this country would turn to the Lord. They do not know you. They have rebelled against your authority. They're in darkness. They are lost. They have no hope, God. And I pray that many people in this nation would turn to the Lord. And I pray, Father, for the church, that many in the church would return to the Lord. Many who have known you, who have be who have beheld your works, who have watched you do amazing things in their lives, and yet have maybe wandered away or become complacent or become caught up in the rage and in the plotting and in the planning, the kingdoms of this world, I pray God that the church would return to you and that we would we would do so in such a way that we would bring about a change in our nation and a change even in the world. So God, purify your church. Let us come to you with humility and repentance and let us find a refuge in the God of Jacob, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the Lord our God. You say, Blessed are all who take refuge in 
him. And so that's what we want to do today as a church, take refuge in the Lord. So help us to do this, God, by the mercy of God, by the grace of God and the Lord Jesus Christ, through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.